What's going on internet, Analytic here aka Dreams and I would like to welcome you to mine, which I call the Notorious Mass Effect Podcast. I'm your hip hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of pop culture mixed in. For episode 20 we're going to be getting into the PS5 and Xbox Series X, Travis Scott, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and Call of Duty Cold War. But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. Also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that I got the intro out of the way, let's get into let's get into the quote of the pod. Okay, getting into the quote of the pod, as you probably have heard around like the world, especially in the United States, the next gen, which now I guess will technically be the current gen consoles are available and are out to all consumers, consumers. So what I'm talking about is the PS5 and Xbox Series X. They are now out to the public for public uh, consumption and all type of reviews. And can you consume a console? I don't even know how that works. Anyways, uh, the next gen consoles are here (laughs) and basically the only thing that's different is with these new consoles, the the biggest thing with this um, compared to the old consoles is the SSD, I believe, and the 4K capabilities. If the developer... It's only up to the developers to see how much like they want to, how much they want to use of the capabilities. But for the most part, since the current, well, it's going to be so confusing because I'm going to say current gen and y'all going to think I'm talking about the PS4 and Xbox One. But technically the PS5 and Xbox Series X are current gen because it's out like now. (laughs) So I'm going to just call it the Xbox Series X and the PS5 and probably refrain from refrain from using the um current gen title until like a month or two in when people actually figure out that the current gen is old gen and the xbox series x and ps5 is now the current current gen i think i don't know did that make sense i don't know (laughs) but um okay so getting into the like the comparisons because you already knew once these consoles came out they was going to compare compare everything from the size and because they did that before the consoles uh, came out but now that it now that it's actually here people get hands-on time with it we're gonna get into how people are feeling compared to the PS. well how people are feeling when comparing the ps5 and xbox series x 
so the the, the ps5 is really like a big machine and it's surprising to me that they made it so big because you would think they would try to downscale the size but the reason for this talking to some people was they were saying that it's because of the there's a huge fan in the ps5 one of the huge complaints with the ps4 was that it was really loud on, on certain games like it, it will sound like a um it would sound like a, a plane fin about to take off you know like the turbines and everything like it would just basically the, the, the ps4 would be sounding like you're, you're getting ready to fly like to miami or something like that's how bad it was so the ps5 well the ps4 sounded like that but the ps5 is is big to take away that problem well not take away but, but solve that problem and the xbox series x on the other hand it's more like a cube type shape rectangle type shape and it's not as overly um large like the ps5 so i mean it makes sense but at the, at the same time i don't think the xbox well no the xbox did because i remember when i had the s it was very loud as far as like the, the noise both consoles were loud so hopefully the next gen consoles take more uh consideration well not consideration take more games and, and more playthrough to actually get to that point because i don't think you can really like take a, completely take it take away that wind factor with what is like really loud it sounds like a, a jet engine or something but for the but you could lessen the blow with the design and that's what ps5 did and that's what the xbox series x did so both of these consoles really took the time out to make the win well not the win i keep saying the win but it took the time out to make the cooling system better more efficient so the ps5 came out on november 12th and november 19th for the rest of the world so for the 12th it, it came out so like regions november 19th for the rest of the world the xbox series x released in november 10th uh, there was really huge controversy with that because a lot of people i know who ordered like three or four yes they ordered like three or four xbox series x consoles don't ask me why but oh also ps5 especially the ps5 um, but they they didn't really get the consoles because they had to confirm the orders or something like that and they they ordered the they pre-ordered the consoles but when it came time to actually send out the the companies was being like mad fake kind of so it was it was just like you order a console and then when the time comes they say like oh yeah you may not get this to like three days after your con uh, original confirmed shipping date so a lot of people was mad about that you know spending money on something you you would expect for it to arrive on time you know you you spend money not to not to be like you spend money for stuff to be convenient you know so to spend money on a console for a certain to in your mind you're spending money to get this next gen console on a certain date and to have it postponed and you have to wait which is not like the, the craziest problem in the world but at the same time it's, it's kind of frustrating for people who spend their hard on the money and still have to wait um they still have to have time in between the gap where they was originally supposed to get the console so sony and microsoft both had a little bit of trouble getting it out to people on time but the, the ps5 as far as like prices go 
they were both 499 i believe okay so the, the ps5 with the disc was 499 basically 500 and the digital edition without the disc drive came in at 399 basically 400 then you had xbox series x which launched around the same price 499 and the xbox series s x pre-orders opened up in september 22nd and very quickly sold out just like sony like sony they had their uh consoles ready to pre-order around the same time the xbox did so they both strategized around each other but at the same time you you always knew they was going to come into competition because i mean people say x well not people i say microsoft don't have any games which they don't but they have the game pass which helps out a lot for people who don't want to spend money on just one particular game they want to spend money for something that's gonna help them out in the long term it's kind of like a subscription model versus playstation's exclusive model so if you don't if you don't care that no spider-man's game has came out on your console for the past like five years then this is a, a great option for you but if you care about big games and actually playing <laughs> highly anticipated games um, PS5 will be the move for you because Xbox Series X just simply doesn't have any games and the only thing it relies on right now is a subscription based model with the Game Pass. So very different approaches to the marketing plan which is very surprising as Xbox you would think will try to compete with PlayStation with the exclusive but I think they figured out very quickly that PlayStation wasn't losing any of their allies as far as exclusives go so they still have spider-man god of war you know all the big name games like uh, final fantasy 7 well not 7 but you know the final fantasy franchise and so the only thing they really beat the playstation out in as far as console go will be the specs and the reason i say that is because i mean i don't really want to get too much into it but let's just say the Xbox Series X is more powerful than the PS5. And then I've already broke that down. If you want to go back into my archive with my episodes, you can probably, if you're already on the, like, the, the, whatever you're listening to this on, you can go to episodes and then look up uh, Xbox Series X versus PS5 or something like that. And it will pop up. Like, I already broke down the actual specs and everything because those came out before it, these was even released. So we're actually going to talk about how the on-hand on hand i don't know if that makes sense basically we're gonna we're gonna talk about how when it came into the reviewers hands how they reviewed it so you know, we're not gonna get into anything that i've already covered if that makes sense i'm just gonna talk about current things you know with the consoles because we've been talking about these consoles for a while and it's the weirdest road a uh, rollout ever because for a minute we didn't even know how much these consoles costed cost it i think it just cost we didn't know how much these consoles cost so it was very weird because 2K was trying to promote the next gen with Zion and everything, but they really couldn't give a release date because the consoles haven't gave the one the console the the PS5 and Xbox Series X, Sony and Microsoft haven't they didn't give us a release date, and then two they was they didn't give us a price until like three three to four weeks like outside of the actual uh, release cycle or the the launch cycle. So that was uh, weird in itself. But getting back into the, the review, well, the comparison. The reason they said the Xbox Series X was noticeably 
more powerful than the uh, PS5 is because of the 12 uh, teraflops and that's why I said I wasn't really going to get into it because I don't really think people care too much about the specs like that they just want to know is my game better than the last well does my game run better on this console than it does the last console or the current console I, I own and in large part from these reviews the answer is yes so a lot of people that I saw giving reviews on the Xbox Series X was saying that it's a great console, but <laughs> it has no games. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, what are you gonna just gonna play like Gears of War 5, which is like a two-year-old game on the next gen console? Like it just doesn't make any sense. On the other hand, PS5, you have Spider-Man Miles Morales coming out. You have the Spider-Man PS4 remastered expect uh, uh, for the PS like remastered for the PS5. Then you have other games like I think okay call of duty black ops cold war is both but there was another game for sony i forget i think it was called like bug something i don't know what but it was like a specific game to to showcase the features of the controller and speaking of the controllers because the ps5 controller is noticeably larger than the ps4 controller and the, the biggest now i want to say gimmick but the biggest thing that separates this like the, the upgrade is the haptic triggers and what that means is like if you're playing the game a, a shooter like call of duty and you're shooting like a pistol the, the the triggers will resist you a little bit but if you're shooting like a, a rocket launcher the the triggers will will uh resist you a lot more it's hard to explain that over like audio but just I don't know picture like something resisting you and then picture something resisting you like even more like let's say if you have like a rubber band and you're pulling on it right and then if you have like three rubber bands and you're pulling on it that's kind of like more tension on the three than the one you know and then that's kind of how the haptic triggers are uh, are really explained throughout the all the reviews I was listening to hopefully that made sense for y'all it made sense in my head but <laughs> Um, getting into the Xbox Series X controller is really just the same. I mean, Xbox, I've said the only thing that Microsoft can consistently say that they beat Sony on is the controllers. Their controllers is one of a kind. Like, it's very much, it is, it's much better. It's no, it's better than the PS5 controller and the PS4. A lot of people are saying that the PS5 and Xbox Series X are both really good consoles, but right now it's just because of PS5 upgrading their controller to basically they kind of they try to mimic the Xbox Series Xbox Series X controller because I think they noticed how fans always prefer that controller over theirs. So with them doing that, upgrading the controller and them both moving to SSD type tech for meeting that games will load faster than ever. And the boot times will take like seconds instead of like minutes, which people was complaining about because they're like, I like to read the tips on the screen or something like, you know, something crazy. People just be complaining about anything. But um, so Sony really had more upgrades as far as uh, overall console and controller compared to Xbox Series X. Well, no, they had more upgrades as far as the controller, but Xbox Series X had more upgrades as far as the console. But at the same time was... I mean, what's a console going to do if you don't have any games? Like, you can't play the latest Spider-Man game because, you know, it's exclusively on Sony. 
or you can't play the upcoming God of War game because it's exclusively on Sony. Or you can't play the next Final Fantasy game because it's exclusively like, you know, what I'm talking about like X, uh, Microsoft really needs to upgrade the um, game pass type strategy if they don't want to be blown out of the water with the little battle they have going with Sony because competition is great. Like if people don't know, some of our greatest inventions came because of like war and that was like conflict. And so when you, whenever you're in competition with somebody, you, you really try harder than you would otherwise like if you just know you got it in the bag and nobody can really compete with you you're not gonna go as hard but when you know there's somebody next when you know there's somebody you're going head to head with that you can actually like lose to by giving your best effort you're gonna find some way to make your effort even better so it's one of those things where competition is great competition creates the best inventions but right now I don't really see Microsoft competing too much with the PS5 because the PS5 just has too many exclusives and they really, they really have they really have doubled down on the fact that they have these high profile games and Microsoft doesn't. Like when we're going to talk about Spider-Man Miles Morales, but getting quick into it, we're well, quickly going through it. Um, when I first was playing the game, there was a Sony screen, like a Marvel type screen. And it was showcasing the different games that they had exclusively for the console. So I'm like, if they're going this route, they're just going to blow Microsoft out of the water. Like, they're basically saying they're the MCU for gaming. <laughs> like, they got all, they got God of War, Spider-Man, Final Fantasy. Um, what else? Is Ratchet and Clank exclusive? I think it is. So Ratchet and Clank. Um, what else? All type of games like that was just four off the top, but there's all type of games that's exclusively for the PS5 and, and them putting that into a cinematic MCU type trailer showcasing all that. And then it ends off with the PS4 logo It's looking spooky for Microsoft. But yeah, specifically talking about the PS5, though, a lot of people was just surprised about how big it was. But then when they found out it's because of the cooling system, they don't want it to sound like a jet engine anymore. They don't they don't want people playing like call of duty and having their uh, console sound like it's finna take off to another planet so they, they try to uh, take away that and from talking to a lot of people they really like the loading times uh the solid launch lineup with spider-man and the the bugs game and there's another there's all type of games that's exclusive i don't know why i'm blanking on it but ps5 well not ps5 sony has a great exclusive lineup exclusive launch lineup compared to microsoft only reason i didn't get ps5 because I, I think when it first was announced i was super hyped to get the ps5 but once i figured out the spider-man miles morales was going to be on ps4 as well i was like there's just no need for me to get the ps5 because i was looking at the comparisons and i had to squint to see the differences so for me to get another console it would have to be like they would have to put a side by side in the PS5 would have to look noticeably better than the what they're comparing it to. Like, if they would have put up the Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales PS5 graphics compared to the PS4, and if the PS5 graphics made the PS4 look like a PS1 uh, type game, then I would have been more intrigued to get the PS5. But since it's not as noticeable, I don't really care too much. Like, I'm just trying to play the game. <laughs> and the haptic triggers is very interesting, but I can wait for that. Like, I don't have to... I could wait for that because, you know, sometimes when the console first come out, you run into first launch, first uh, wave type problems like 
we're bound to run into like these consoles are gonna run into some type of problem we just hope it's not a red ring of death type scenario then they said the cons about the console was the case design they, they really didn't like how big the case was because you can take the case off for people that don't know and then they also said that it has less storage space than xbox which is weird because if you try to go all digital like one of them uh one of the ps5 variations is is a digital version if there's less storage space than the actual xbox series x which do doesn't have one that's without a disc well i don't think they do then um but actually they do it's just like it's very much it's much smaller and less like graphically enhanced so um comparing it to its predator comparing it to its peer the less storage space is not good as far as having a digital only console and i know they're trying to sell like sd cards with memory space but like just put more space into the console like i don't really i don't see how that would affect it even though i'm not a, de a developer of, of consoles i still don't see how that's too much of a big deal like if people because i listen to a lot of like like real life gamers like i don't have time to play games all the times about listening to people who are deep into that field and if they say that you can put more memory into it without obstructing the actual design then i don't see why they didn't do it as far i don't see why they i don't see any other reason to why they wouldn't do it if they wasn't just trying to be cheap you know like just blatantly just make it uh, cheaper for them to ship out so that was really the only con i i had for the ps5 as far as the console it's just great and has games to play on and that's the biggest thing when it comes to uh next gen console like you you want games you don't buy consoles to just be like oh man that's a great console you buy consoles so you can play games on it like it's it's it's, it's it's really like peanut butter and jelly like it's kind of like it goes together you know um getting into the xbox series x specifically i don't really it's not really too much to say with this a lot of people i was talking to was just saying it's way more it's not way more but it's more powerful than the ps5 um this the fan is, is excellent you you barely even hear it when you're playing games again the loading times is much faster that's one of the biggest notice that's one of the things i was talking about like that's a noticeable difference like graphics put aside that's that's kind of graphically i think it's not too much of a difference but loading times like you could tell like oh yeah that's a next gen console and then the con the cons they was talking about it, it's funny everybody was saying this it just just doesn't have any games like that's basically it <laughs> so like i was saying before these consoles actually came out if xbox doesn't have if microsoft doesn't find a way to get a intriguing exclusive to to fight sony at launch then it would just be a sony victory in my opinion and that's what it's looking like it's going it's going to be but you let me know uh click my link tree in my bio message one of my social medias and tell me which console do you think will end up being more successful in the long run ps5 or the xbox series x and that's all i really have for the ps5 and xbox series x again these are now considered a current gen so hopefully a month from now i can just say current gen and people won't be confused but as you 
probably noticed at the beginning of the pod it was kind of con- it was kind of hard to co- uh, to explain how these was different from the what is now the old gen so yeah now we're going to switch it up a little bit and get into music okay getting into music we're going to talk about travis scott and the reason y'all probably wondering like why are we talking about travis scott (laughs) because he didn't put out any new music or anything but he did have a ps5 unboxing video and this whole podcast is really going to be about about gaming because you know gaming really just took over the news cycle for this whole week i mean it should if if next gen consoles don't come comes out and it doesn't take over the news cycle then you microsoft and sony didn't do their job so they did the job <laughs> very effectively and so that's why we're going to talk about this travis scott had a ps5 unboxing a lot of artists did but you know what travis scott a lot of company companies try to use travis scott to make their product look cooler examples with from that would be fortnite mcdonald's nike travis scott is one of those that's very influential in his uh craft and just as a as a brand you know which is one of the reasons why his albums do so well because the way he brands his albums is very unique like astroworld literally made a whole park called astroworld to uh, throw a concert in and to dedicate the album to it was i mean didn't make it of course it, <clears throat> of course it's been around people were saying that it was a amusement park in, in houston i believe that was shut down and he just you know wanted to bring more light to it and uh, give it his fair like give it his fair amount of shine because i, I guess it, it held some personal form <clears throat> so yeah as you've known, if you listened to my last segment with the uh, quote of the pod, the PS5 Xbox Series X is now out and they're using everybody in their everybody in their mom who's famous to uh, promote this. So <clears throat> the, ra- the rapper Travis Scott had a gameplay footage showing off Spider-Man. Well, no, 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 no. That's something else. OK, what was I talking about? Okay, he had a, a 10 minute video celebrating the new console PS5, of course. And it was like a Travis Scott plus Cactus, Cactus Jack experience. He has so many brands. It's kind of it's kind of uh, impressive. <laughs> but it was basically unboxing, reimagined. And it, it was, if you watch the film, if you watch the video, it's like a short film. It wasn't really like uh, an unboxing video. It was just something to bring attention to the PS5 being out in a way that only Travis Scott t- could do, in my opinion. So there was a lot of uh, gameplay footage showing off Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank, Astro's Playroom, uh, Playroom Horizon Forbidden West, and a lot of other games. And then later into the video, he personally gave PS5s to two like lucky people lucky people he gave two ps5 gifted two ps5s to um two kids in a ps5 themed van in the parking lot and then there was a musical performance by james blake so only that's why i say only travis scott could do this because he pulled all this off just for a big promo for ps5 and then even it didn't even stop there 
he also released the whole PlayStation theme merch line. And it's something that you can enter to, to try to like win it. But to describe it, it's like some Nike shoes with the PlayStation text logo printed on one of the soles. I mean, okay, the, the content's already closed. <laughs> so if you was like trying to like if you was trying to get your name into it while listening to this, just know it are it already closed. Like it, it already passed. So you missed it basically. <laughs> um the shoe looks nice though. I'm not gonna lie, the shoe looks nice. Is it something I would wear? Uh, not really. I don't really wear shoes with a big PlayStation on the bottom of my of my shoe. Like it, it's not that serious for me. <laughs> uh, Sony also announced that Scott has joined the PlayStation family as a strategic creative partner. I don't know what that means, but obviously they felt the need to announce it. And the announcement was accompanied by a short film from both of them Travis Scott was also working with Sony um, in a game concert in Fortnite earlier this year I didn't know it was with Sony I thought it was just with him and Fortnite I know Fortnite's not exclusive for Sony but anyways um, a lot, more than 12 people 12 million people attended the first performance which broke Fortnite's previous re- uh, record of live attendance record uh, record held by 2019's Marshmallow concert. So I brought that up beginning of this. Like Travis Scott is, is used by a lot of companies to make their product look better. And it's kind of a two way street because that's a lot of people watching your concert. And I would beg to like say none of not all of them are Travis Scott fans. So having that audience some of them are being introduced to you for the first time and they're probably like who is that artist and you know then that's when the more uh when you get more clout to come in so yeah scott and safe to say scott and uh playstation's relationship is going very well and i would like to see what he does in the future with sony i don't think there's anything else he really could do he basically did everything for this uh this PS5 re- reveal, like he came out with a short film, which you can look up on YouTube if you want to. Like, if you type in Travis Travis Scott PlayStation 5 uh, trailer or something like that, it will pop up. And if you look up on the internet, because it's, the contest has already been closed, but if you look up on the internet, the PlayStation Travis Scott shoes, then you will see what the shoes look like also, which is not it's not a bad shoe at all in my opinion, but um, not something I will wear. So yeah, that's all I really have for the Travis Scott uh, PS5 collab. If only Microsoft could. I don't really like the bag. The, yeah, I'm not. I'm just gonna leave that alone because people always be okay. So people who like listen to this, they always be thinking I'm trying to hate on Microsoft, but it's really because I want them to compete. Like, there's no way that Sony is this much is this much better. Is this better? I need a grammar police. Y'all, y'all got to let me know. But <laughs> there's no way that Sony should be outperforming Microsoft by this much. Like with exclusive and the rollout plan. Like Microsoft couldn't at least get an artist like Travis Scott to promote their stuff. Like it, all I'm seeing is PS5 unboxing videos. And I don't know if that's because my um, what they call it on YouTube. 
I forget what it's called. You, you know, when you, your recommendations. Oh, algorithm. I don't know if it's because of the way my algorithms is set, but all I'm seeing is PS5 unboxing videos. And I even looked up Microsoft unboxing videos and I, I didn't really see as much enthusiasm <laughs> in the unboxing as I did with the PS5. So I don't know if that's just, um, if that's just overall accepted that the, the Sony. It's just gonna be just gonna have another year where they win the console war, or if they're just feeling bad for Microsoft. Like I don't know which one it is, but yeah, that's how I feel about the Travis Scott PlayStation collab. And now we're gonna switch it up. And when it wait, also <laughs> before that, you know, I always gotta get my plugs in. Let me know what you think of the Travis Scott PlayStation collab, and are the shoes fire or trash in your opinion? Let me know in my, uh, click my link tree in my bio, message one of my social medias and let me know. And with that being said, we're going to switch it up and get into gaming. Okay. Getting into gaming. We're going to talk about Spider-Man Miles Morales and we're going to I'm going to go over the review roundup, but first I want to get into the overall details of the game. So, this game was released November 11th of this year for a PS4 and PS5 platforms. This game was published by Sony Interactive Entertainment and yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, the Ultimate Edition that comes with the Spider-Man PS4 remaster, well, the Spider-Man remaster for the PS5, and it comes with the Miles Morales game for a price of $70, or you can get the regular edition, which is $50, because I believe the game is shorter than the Spider-Man PS4, so they took some they took some money off of it. Like, I guess beggars can't be choosers. Like, they could have charged us the whole thing, but it's not too much off from the whole, the full price, but... Yeah, that's the overviews, uh, overview details of the game. Now let's get into some of the review around, like the reviews around the, the corporate um, standing. So we're gonna see how the corporate ties kind of handled this release, and a lot of them was uh, a lot of them was was liking this game, but some of them was just saying. Like they did, they didn't say it was bad, but they kind of wanted to, to do more. I'm gonna get my own review when I actually beat the game. I'm playing the game right now. In my opinion, it's like fantastic, but you know, I may be a little biased. Spider-Man is one of my favorite heroes of all time. So, um, getting into like the actual companies who review these games and, and have people play it just to review it, we're gonna see what they're talking about. One of them was saying that it's an exceptional follow-up to the Spider-Man PS4 game. It's very familiar though. Like it feels familiar, but it's still a must-play. And to see the potential heart uh potential form of the new hardware PS5. With the 4K 60 FPS and the ray tra uh, tracing that makes the loading screens basically extinct. Um IGN. I think IGN gave this um I don't know if it's above or below. I want to say above. Yeah, I want to say above. I'm so confused. 
Anyways, I think IGN gave this a 9 out of 10. No, okay, they did. I think it's below. I'm just, I'm looking at this article. I'm not knowing what the score, you know. Some art, some articles are kind of hard to read with the format. But, yeah, so IGN gave this a, a, a 9 out of 10. Saying that, so I was just blowing up, make sure I got the name right. Saying that it's a fantastic follow-up. All of these com- companies are really just saying it's a, a great follow-up. Uh, Lowe's Fast is really fun. The DualSense controller. That would be one thing that I would miss. Is The thing I'm missing out on is the PS5 haptic control triggers. And how that is affecting the Spider-Man Miles Morales gameplay. Like how does that react in your uh in your hands when you're like swinging so that's the only thing i'm missing out on as far as the graphics i don't really think there's too much of a difference the loading times of course i'm I'm still in loading times but it's not like to me loading times wasn't was never a huge problem except for one time when i played the the star wars game uh, i forget what it's called uh star wars game you know the, t- the one i'm talking about the the latest one when you're like I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> Basically the the latest Star Wars game that was single player, people was comparing it to Dark Souls, but it wasn't really Dark Souls. That game. That game, whenever you like will lose to a boss, the loading screen would be a little bit dramatic. Like it would be a little too long. Um so all of them are really just saying this is a great sequel and, and very uh it's a very well um, fleshed out follow up to the Spider-Man PS4 game. None of them are really saying. None of them are saying anything that's too disrespectful to the game. And which, I mean, that doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Like, I think Spider. I think what Insomniac is doing with Spider-Man is really impressive, as to how you've seen the game how we saw the Avengers game play out what Insomniac is doing with Spider-Man is, is very impressive because it's not it's not easy to do as you see with the with uh, Square Enix attempt with the uh, Avengers game which we haven't even heard have y'all heard anything about the Avengers game like the rollout plan like they were supposed to give out give us some Black Panther DLC I mean okay I guess when Chad, Chadwick Boseman died, it, it kind of set that back. But still, like, are we not going to get any DLC news? Or, you know, they just totally gave up on that game. I mean, because I heard, like, the Avengers game lost Square Enix, like, a certain amount of money. And I don't know if it's safe to say they didn't recoup, but they lost way more than they thought they would putting that game out. And I, I really just think it's their fault. Like, how do you mess up an Avengers game? Like, it's just... I mean, just look at marvel ultimate alliance and just try to make a more detailed version of that like i don't understand how this is but you know game developers they run into a lot of problems so you never know what they're going through but they can't handle it give it to another developer (laughs) and so because obviously insomniac is handling the spider-man brand which is not easy they're handling the spider-man brand with care and they're using this spider-man miles morales game to build up the spider-man franchise and insomniac even more so when the next spider-man game comes out and it has spider-man and miles in it it's just gonna it's just setting it up for a huge spectacle 
And then, so uh, most of these, looking at all the scores, the scores are either eight or higher. So it's a great average, in my opinion. People could come out and say this game isn't good, but then you would just know that they really didn't play it. Or they're basically just hating because a lot of reviewers from different corporations that have different people who play the game and give different opinions all are saying that this game is either good or great. So, obviously when I when I beat the game, when I eventually end up beating the game, I'm going to give my what I feel about the game and um I guess I could give my first impressions. So, my first impressions was that this is a Spider-Man PS4 game with 808 type beats. And you really feel the need for Insomniac to try to diversify these two Spider-Mans. Like you're playing as Miles and in one mission, not a mission, but when you're in his place and you see his mom cooking, which I don't know, it's kind of weird for me to admit, but I'm not going to lie. I, st- I stood there for like five minutes just watching Miles' uh, mom just, just cooking and just uh, all the different animations she was doing because... Everything you could use to cook something on was was being used. Like the oven was used. It was like three or four pots. Like she had like a whole thing laid out. Like she was making Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving like by herself. And I don't know why that made me so uh, interested, but I was just watching that and it was like, yeah, this is Aunt May don't have anything <laughs> doesn't have anything on this. So you know, it's uh they definitely go for that different type feel because the way miles interacts with people is more of a um it's just different i mean you know miles is black peter is white there's certain culture differences that you need to have and i think insomniac kind of nailed that you know so that's my first first impressions obviously i'm gonna get my full review whenever i beat the game i don't really rush through my games i play it when i have time and time when you as you get older is not um I don't even know the right word. Time is just not of uh, abundance. Is that the right? Okay, I'm back. Look, every time I say it, because I really just be, when I be reading, <laughs> I just use a word that I don't even know because, like, you read. So when you read, like, things and you just pick up words and you just start using it. Yeah, abundance. Okay, I use that right. But I mean, abundance is not like a SAT type word, but at the same time, you want to make sure you're using the right words because this is a podcast and y'all all, y'all are listening to me. You don't want to listen to somebody who's uninformed. That would just be uh, irresponsible. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how that's what I feel about the Spider-Man P- uh, mouse. Not how I feel. Those are the review roundups of the corporation of the companies for the Spider-Man Miles Morales game. Most of them are great. Well, good or great. None of them are just talking bad about the game, which is a good sign. So let me know. Uh, click me, click my link tree in my bio. Message me on one of my social medias and let me know what do you think of the Spider-Man Miles Morales game, and what and what rating would you give give it out of five out of ten? I don't really, I don't really, it don't doesn't matter too much to me. Just give me a rating and then um, yeah. So that's it for the Spider-Man Miles Morales review roundup. Now we're gonna switch it up and get into pop culture. Okay, <laughs> getting into pop culture, we're going to be getting into Call of Duty 
Black Ops Cold War. And first, we're going to get into the overview of the details, you know, the little details about this game. It's a mature 17 game, so I would assume you have to be 17 or older, or you could just have somebody buy it for you. I'm not recommending that. I'm just saying that's, that's a loophole you could use if allegedly you wanted to buy it and you was under 17. So, this game is available on Xbox Series X and the Xbox One and the PS5 and the PS4. Um, I was trying to look for the developing credits. Okay, this is published by Activision, released on November 13th. All these games, Spider-Man, Call of Duty, some other games came out all around the same time, which makes it like a Christmas holiday for gaming. And it's very interesting because the Miles Morales theme is Christmas, so it's very, very on the nose, but you knew what they was doing with the marketing plan. Like, obviously, they did that on purpose. It wasn't like a coincidence. So yeah, those are the overview of the of the details of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Activision is publishing this game. And the critics are now talking about how they are feeling about the game and how it's and if it's living up to a hype. I'm talking to people. A lot of people are saying that it's not really a great, amazing type game that you would expect a Black Ops game to be, but it's really solid. So it's not bad, but they was expecting a little bit more. As far as the publications that reviewed this game they are loving it <laughs> which is kind of hard for a publication to go against call of duty because call of duty is huge like you talk bad about call of duty and you lose a lot of your fan base like call of duty has been around for so long that it's just it just wouldn't be smart to make their audience mad because it's very massive another thing that's back that a lot of players were just waiting for like just very excited for it is the zombies uh, zombies mode I used to be a huge zombies player myself one of the few games that I played even though it scared me and when I say that is because <laughs> when I was little playing um, zombies with my cousins back I was playing back when uh, the, I don't know if it was black ops or black ops 2 no it was black ops because I think it was called kinder totem and five those maps really like I was scared <laughs> and I'm just glad they knew what they was doing because I had no idea what I was doing we was just trying to survive they out here doing easter eggs I'm out here just trying to survive basically using the mystery box every three seconds to try to uh, try to get a better weapon but it's when we got into uh, black ops 2 and 3 I kind of knew I was doing a little bit more started to actually pay attention to how to do certain stuff with easter eggs to get wonder weapons and uh yeah so I'm going to use, like, I used to play the zombies mode. Like, obviously not now. It would be kind of hard for me to, to um, justify me playing those type of games. Because when you play a zombies mode, like, if, if you can go for a while, like, a game could last you an, an hour if you actually know what you're doing and you go, you try to go for around, like, 100. It, it takes a while to get to those high rounds. And I've did that before. But back when I was younger and, and, you know, had more time. Nowadays, I try to be a responsible type gamer. <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things when they be like, drink responsibly. I try to play video games responsibly and not uh, overindulge in, um, and give too much of my time. Because it's not something that pays me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, 
try to spend my time where it, uh, it's more effective, which is why I do the podcast because it's doing great. And I'm glad y'all listening to me talk about games that I mean, I'm passionate about, but at the same time, I don't, I don't I'm not the most hardcore gamer, but I can break it down in a way where, where you would think that uh, I actually play these games like 24 <laughs> seven. Um, getting into Game Informer's uh, review of it, it, it was a nine out of 10. Another high score. You know, these publications love Call of Duty, like I was just saying. Just saying that the Black Ops Cold War, a uh, Cold War excels at anything. I don't know if, uh, okay, that's not it. Okay, it was basically saying it excelled at the first person shooting, even if it doesn't shake up the established systems. Which, y'all can be the judge of that description justifies a score of 9 out of 10, but I'm a keep my opinions to myself because I'm, I haven't played this game but at the same time for it to be a 9 out of 10 I mean like Black Ops 2 was really good Black Ops 1 was great well I don't know which which one do y'all prefer Black Ops or Black Ops 2 y'all can let me know that but in my opinion my favorite was Black Ops 2 because of the, the different endings just made it feel like it was the quintessential storyline for Black Ops like it was like that was it you know like that was the best one then the zombies like don't even let me get started with the zombie mode that's when black ops 2 is when i was heaviest in the zombie mode and just really just full nerd and just learning every nooks and crannies of every map and just how to survive to round 80 and like yeah don't let me get to reminiscing (laughs) but as far as the actual game a lot of these publications are saying it is is amazing and the greatest thing ever um one of them actually get well i don't even know this publication so of course they try to go against the grain but we're gonna not gonna talk about them <laughs> so call of duty Cold war was one of those that came out got great reviews from a lot of publications and very deservedly so because i've already explained how call of duty has been around for a long time but black ops in general is just a, such a great franchise that you never want to really downplay the the importance of it being here you know like imagine black ops franchise going away and then we just have like ghost or we have uh infinity ward like you know we just like we need we, we don't need but um it would be helpful very helpful and uh financially smart for activision to keep using treyarch so yeah click my link tree in my bio let me know what do you think is the best black ops game in the franchise and that's all i really had for um the call of duty cold war game a lot of these games are coming like a lot of these games are coming out and so i only i only could pick two so i think i did a pretty good job i I picked spider-man and call of duty y'all can let me know click my link in my bio message me on one of my social medias what do y'all want me to talk about uh, as far as the next podcast when it comes to these exclusives because there's a lot of games that came out and i couldn't talk about all of them of course it's kind of like when a lot of music comes out and i don't talk about all of them i just talk about the most important stuff like travis scott i believe was the most important thing to talk about music wise this week because gaming just took over the whole news cycle so i just had to find a way to fit that in but just in general just let me know you know a lot of y'all come with suggestions but sometimes y'all would Sometimes people will ask me to do a topic that I already talked about. 
and then it would just make me think like do you do you actually like listen or you know what i mean like do you listen or it's just like you just feel like typing <laughs> like i don't understand i don't know what it is but oh somebody asked me to do a two chains album review yeah that's that's never happened <laughs> if y'all only knew how i really felt about two chains y'all would probably yeah, let's just say i don't have two my opinion of uh, overall opinion of, of two chains like artist wise not as a person of course i don't know him which is how the way he makes music isn't the most appealing to me let me just state it like that and from looking at social media which i know people be like you should never get your opinion from social media but i've already i already formed my own opinion about him and it's not too highly so for them to be saying that this album is not good at all is only making it worse for me to actually check out the album like i tried listening to it he started talking about something that just like only he would talk about and the punchlines were just okay yeah i'm not giving you a review <laughs> i'm not listening to that and the person who messaged me that i mean of course i responded and just say yeah i don't really listen to two chains like that but on this pod he'll probably listen to it and be like oh okay that's what he would yeah that's what he meant like <laughs> two chains is just you know yeah you know how another thing i love how this just just turned into a two chain segment but another thing about him is just he's been waiting for a jay-z uh verse forever and he was like one of these days when i make an album i'm just one of these calls are gonna go through for jay uh, jay-z and he's he just gonna say yes hey well i hate to break it to him i hope somebody does it in a more polite way but like he's never that jay-z verse not coming <laughs> See, that jay-z verse is not coming i mean he got one from kanye so hopefully he feels that's equivalent enough to stop asking jay-z for a feature on every single project he tries to put out well not tries but puts out yeah getting him back but switching gears that wasn't even you know that was a whole tangent getting back into the overview the uh over all overall summary of the pod we started off with the quarter of the pod when we talked about the ps5 and the xbox series x to summarize that the ps5 is huge but both of the fans are working fine and it doesn't none of the consoles as of right now sound like a jet engine about to take off getting into music we talked about travis scott and ps5 well we talked about travis scott and sony's collab playstation's collab with the playstation shoes and the little trailer teasing the ps5 unboxing which really wasn't an unboxing video it was just a promotion video but i liked it so yeah travis scott needs to stop giving his brand away to these uh, companies before they try to before they actually start watering him down like if every brand gets a piece of travis scott to make their brand look better then um I think that would just only water down the brand of Travis Scott and I feel like he should be more careful on who he does collabs with which I think he's done it's not like he's out here collabing with like Laffy Taffy or something like that like he's collabing with the biggest brands ever but at the same time you still gotta pick and choose like you get to a point where these brands need to compensate obviously I don't know his pockets and I believe they're pretty huge and large but um that pause I don't know. Hopefully, I didn't hear that. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's not hurting for collabs. So I would just hopefully he picks 
he starts to be more uh, um, decisive on, on which brands he goes with. Getting into game, oh, okay, then we got into gaming with the Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I talked about that. I think that was a great uh, review roundup from all the c different companies. They all pretty much said it was either good or great. And they pretty much all said it was a great follow-up and a, a pretty interesting test of the PS5 console. Notice how they didn't say Xbox Series X. And it's because they don't have any games. But, <laughs> but anyways, uh, and then we finished with pop culture. Call of Duty, Cold War, Black Ops. And I ain't really, I did I don't have too much to say about the game. I'm not currently playing it. I'm playing the Spider-Man game. All these games came out at the same time. I don't know what type of time they think these people have in the middle of a pandemic when everybody's trying to make money. But... As far as me, I'm going to play the games that I know that I can make time for because I'm actually interested in. And Call of Duty just wasn't one of those for this weekend. So, as far as the overall review roundup from the different companies, they all said, like, the same thing. Black Ops is amazing and never does any wrong. Like, you know, and I kind of explained that when I talked about it in the segment. You know, Call of Duty being around for so long has such a huge fan base that you try to you try to stay on the good side to, to, to keep your brand um because if the call of duty fan base left your uh, publication and didn't like support you anymore that would be a huge chunk of your audience let's just say that so yeah that was about it for episode 20 thanks for tuning in to the notorious mass effect podcast and don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up my latest and greatest activities also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect.